Welcome to Haterade Podcast once again. Um, I know that I originally said I was going to be back after about a week and I got a little sidetracked with uh, moving and trying to, to get some new jobs and things like that going, so I apologize for that. I'm certainly not booing you. The reason that I'm starting off with a boo this week is because we're talking about the NFL and the NBA drafts, and if you've seen any of them, they start off with just a lot of booing, so... Uh, to getting to the right mood, that's what I wanted to do. So start off that with, with some booze. Um, maybe that's something I'll start off with from now on. I mean, it is, after after all, about hating, so I do like that. Um, either way, so thank you all for sticking in, uh, for sticking with me. Sorry, not sticking in. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But sticking with me uh, and keeping listening after a few months. Um, but once again, this is Haterade. This is episode four. Uh the podcast where we hate things that are bad. How to stay find you? Uh, remember, you can follow me at hater at haterade pod on Twitter again. Um, I'm gonna try to do a little bit more posting on that, um, just of things that I hate on a regular day to day basis. If you have things that you hate, tweet at me. I would love to either retweet it or you know consider doing an episode. Consider bringing you want to do an episode about that. So yeah, be, feel free to do that. So, today, as I said, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL draft, and then I also am throwing in the NBA draft. It's just a little sweet, uh, just to sweeten the pot a little bit. So, uh, they both uh, fucking suck, so I really wanted to involve you all in how uh, how much I end up not enjoying these things, while I feel like, for whatever reason, as a sports fan, I feel like I have to suffer through these things. I have to see, oh, who's going to be the new player that's going to play for each one of these teams or there are players that I followed in college so I want to watch them even though none of it do I really in the end give a shit about it's more just uh something for me to do on a Thursday night or whatever so I'll watch this bullshit see which uh which player ends up going on to which doomed team and all this stupid hype over somebody who's likely going to be a bust or likely not going to change the face of anything or the Cleveland Browns pick their next victim. That's really all it is, is who's the number one pick going to the shittiest team who's end up gonna fucking fail. And we're gonna talk about in 10 years, like, remember who that guy was that failed? Yeah, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, another story of that shit. Yeah, that guy's killing it. Um, so yeah, the first thing, if you like I said before, if you haven't watched any of them, they start off with just the commissioner. Um, the commissioner for the NFL is Roger Goodell. Um, he comes out to announce the first overall pick. Um, well, he, he comes out and he announces most of the picks in the first round, if not all of them. Uh, and everybody in the crowd, everybody's from these different assorted teams. Uh, well, everybody is is cheering for their own individual team. They'll, I think they had it in like Philadelphia this year, and it was outdoors, which was fucked up. And the people in Philadelphia, no, no, I have no ill will towards Philadelphia, but I don't think they have the the greatest. Um, I don't. They they're not known for being friendly towards uh, towards Roger Goodell in Philadelphia. Um, if you haven't seen a, there's a Bill Burr thing where he actually goes off on the people in Philadelphia. And it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah. So Roger Goodell comes out. All these people are there from you know. There's weirdly enough, there's you know Buffalo Bills fans and you know the New York Jets fans and Houston Texan fans and all these other fucking idiots that are out there. And then they decided they needed to spend money to go and watch, you know, Roger Goodell walk out and and 
and speak and who gives a shit and watch a player walk across a, a stage and hug a man. But either way, so the commissioner comes out and it's just booze all around. Boo! Fucking boo! I don't, I don't know how to do a Philadelphia accent, but I imagine it's it, it sounds relatively similar to Boston, New York. Just lots of fucking booze. Fucking cheesesteak boo! Cheesesteak booze! Probably. Something similar to that, I, I imagine. Um, so the commissioner, that shit-eating fucking ass clown, Roger Goodell, uh... That little bastard, you know, waddles his ass out, and then he, you know, he makes believe that he's giving these players a chance, and he doesn't really give a fuck. He's just waiting to, you know, to find them all for any time they get a touchdown and, you know, and do, you know, a little fist bump, they're going to get fined 10000 fucking dollars. So either way, he he comes out there, he makes his announcement, blah, 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 um, and people are booing him throughout the whole thing until the players announce, and then they then they clap because nobody really has any, you know, any deals with the with the players usually. But um, yeah, and so I I thought it was really funny. One of the things that they really like to do nowadays because they know they know how much booing ends up happening throughout the whole thing is that they'll actually bring out either people that are classic football players, like I think a couple years ago they had Barry Sanders come out, or they'll have like these little kids that have cancer or something, like these Make-A-Wish kids or something that'll come out, and that'll stop the booze. So that's what they're trying to do a little bit is either not being annoying, I assume it's like Coca-Cola's like, bring on this kid so people, you know, will drink Coca-Cola. Oh, I would like to give... I would like to announce the pick for the Minnesota Vikings because Coca-Cola wants to let me live for another three months. Thanks, Coca-Cola. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm sure it's bullshit. It's all this bullshit, but either way. So they bring these kids out, and they're the ones that make the announcements, but either way, any time, I mean, it's it's bittersweet, you know, the fact that they're they're using these kids to sort of, like, manipulate everybody into thinking that, you know, the NFL gives a shit about kids, and they don't. The, not their number one priority is not just fucking money and and getting around to you know getting to Super Bowls and shit like that, so they can make some money, so Coca Cola could you know slip a dollar in Roger Goodell's fucking pocket. Uh, but yeah, I think that it, it just occurs to me that it also is it gives me a little bit of a vacation from Roger Goodell's stupid fucking face, so. Uh, so I'm, I kind of am in, uh, like half in support of it, but don't manipulate me NFL. Don't do that. I know you do that already, but don't you fuckers. Um, yeah, they just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They try, they try their best. Uh, this year I know that they brought on like, I think it was a marching band from the Philadelphia areas, like these middle school marching bands. And they're just like, yeah, we give a shit. We care about the community. You don't give a fuck about the community. You get to, you give a fuck about money and that is it. And the and you know. The last thing you want to do is help kids and shit. That's why you also, you don't give a fuck about the breast cancer stuff either. You just, you know, they do an entire week where they, they, uh, allow players to come in and wear, you know, like pink socks and pink gloves and shit like that. But all they do is just sell it for a bunch more money. And they say that they donate it to breast cancer, but they don't, they don't donate as much as you'd think. So mm, be careful about that shit. NFL is a bunch of manipulated bastards. I love the NFL, but still, a bunch of manipulated bastards. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's also funny that they like to show these spectators in the crowds and see, like, oh, well, you know, the, um, you know, the Washington Redskins just had a, a pick, so let's get a Redskins fan. And so it's either like, oh, yeah, oh, well, I've never heard of that guy, but whatever, he's going to be wearing our colors, who gives a fuck? You know, it's usually those types of people. It's like a little kid, um, and they're super excited. A bunch of them are super rich people that are just out and they're already getting custom jerseys of the players that they want, and then they get mad ones. Oh shit! Did Miles Garrett go somewhere else? Oh, I don't know. Fuck! I was hoping he was gonna drop. Just give up, give up. And I feel so bad. I feel so bad for Cleveland. They've had these number one picks forever, and the number one overall pick just uh, you know, you have so much, you have so much hope left you're just thinking oh this is going to be a guy that's going to lead us into the future this is going to be amazing and more often than not whenever it's the cleveland browns it's just where people go to 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 end their career and i feel so bad i feel bad i got no problems with cleveland i got no problems with that with that town necessarily but uh that team's a dumpster fire it's a shit heap and um i don't i don't anticipate it being any anything better uh, anytime soon with the bullshit that keeps happening there. So, either way, these these number one players, I feel so bad. They got to be so excited about some money coming to them, but at the same time, they they have to spend that money on uh, you know. In Cleveland. At the Burger King and stuff in Cleveland. Welcome to the Dog Pound, motherfuckers. And they call themselves the Dog Pound. That's so fucking stupid. Sorry, Cleveland. This is not about you, Cleveland, but the dog pound, that is fucking dumb. Um, the other thing, I, I was talking about the number one pick. The other thing about the number one pick is that that shit's already already decided, and they try they try to do their best to make like, oh, this is a controversy. It's go- It could be anybody. Oh, they're going to jump up. They're going to do this. This team's going to do this. And it's already decided. Who gives a fuck? That's the thing. It's like... Do we really want to tune in to see maybe the Chicago Bears will take an offensive lineman? Okay, who gives a fuck? You're not gonna see like you're not gonna hear that offensive lineman's name announced whenever he scores a touchdown. You're not gonna do that. Although I understand that it's it's a valuable you know person to have on the field, but still it's something that that is not a sexy pick. It's not like. I don't know. I think that I think they should have to roll the dice, and it's just okay, cool. So we have these top five picks. Um, so I'll have to roll an actual dice. Roll an actual dice. This is the this is the position of player that I'll have to get. Oh, it's a linebacker. Oh, it's a kicker. Oh, it's a you know placeholder. It's a backup quarterback. Something like that. That would make it a little bit more fun to watch. Honestly, I think it'd be a lot more fun to watch if they if if there was something to something to get us excited. But instead, it's just literally people talking, and then it's these talking heads that are just like, "Oh, they this is what this player brings to the team. Oh, it's an offensive lineman. He he eats a lot of cake, so he should be fucking amazing. Yeah, his cake diet is off the charts. Great." Ooh, thank you, Talking Heads. I mean, if they did say something about cake, that'd be amazing. But they don't. Usually they say like, "Oh, it's a terrific athlete. Oh, it's a he's a what? He's a star player. He's somebody who, uh, you know, what they use those code words that don't mean a 
goddamn thing. Like, uh, what do they say? I, I don't know, he's top-notch or whatever. Like, he's on-the-field ready. Like, who isn't on-the-field ready at this point? Like, you're going to be a professional football player. Who isn't on-the-field ready? Ugh. Day one starter. Yeah, until they probably get hurt because that's what happens. Um, yeah, so the, either way, they try to create a, a controversy so that people will want to tune in and watch, but nobody really gives a fuck. Um, and that's why we have these fancy uh fancy what they call like draft boards where they just come up and they show you and you can just follow them or you just wait till your your friends are popping up and talking with it about it but yeah so there's there's all these different players and one of the other things about the NFL draft that still cracks me up so much is the fact that some of these NFL players have some crazy names and I'm not just saying like like, some of them obviously are nicknames, but they decided I'm going to go by that nickname. Uh, one of them's name is Taco. Taco. How, I, don't, I don't know what Taco's real, you know, Christian name is or whatever. But it, it couldn't have been that bad to where he's just like, no, no, go ahead and just call me Taco. Call me Taco. I'm going to go by Taco. All right. Or a couple of years ago, they had Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Which I, I feel like is just a Bill Clinton reference. They're just like, oh, Clinton Dix, ha ha ha, ha ha ha. Oh, your name's ha ha. Okay, yeah, sure. Continue calling me that, even through college, as an adult. What the fuck? Why would anybody do that? Uh, yeah, soon enough, we'll have somebody named like Butthole Pakosplok, whatever. Sure, why not? Everybody called me Butthole as a school, in school, so yeah, let's go ahead and let's slap that on my jersey. Butthole. Butthole Plockish Block. I'm the kicker for the New Orleans Saints. Butthole Plockish Block. I love it. It's it, it, it that's one of the, the, the cherries that are that are sprinkled about throughout watching this thing. It's just what's that guy's fucking name? Okay. Taco? Ha ha. Butthole? Whatever, that's your name. Alright, cool. You're on my team. You're wearing my you know, you're wearing our, our jerseys probably going to get arrested at some point. Come on in. I just say that because a lot of NFL players get arrested for a lot of random stuff. I just saw that, but reading the news the other day, there's been a lot of NFL players that have been arrested. I don't know what their deal is. Uh, well, that's, that's really all I had for the NFL draft. I think that, um, luckily it's only two, or it's, it, it's actually uh, only one night, and then you, you can usually just sort of tune out for the rest of it because nobody really usually gives a shit. But uh, uh, the NFL draft, or NBA draft, is only two days. So, um, or one, it's actually one day show. I'm sorry. Um, it's usually only one day, so you can knock it all down in one day. That's the other thing. With the NFL draft, it's like six days or something like that. If it's not six days, it feels like it's six days. It just It keeps going, it keeps going. And most of those players at the end are just like, okay, well, I guess we have to get our punter now. I guess we have to get, you know, a player that, uh, that, you know, our owner went to the same college to. Yeah, something like that. It's just like, it's it's taking gambles on, on players that nobody usually cares and they probably won't play. And, you know, if somebody... If somebody ends up coming out of it, then it's great. Or they go for the Division Two, Division Three 
players. Like, oh, this person went to, you know, Grambling State. Cool. So we'll we'll give them a try instead of going with our player from, uh, you know, Texas A&M or whatever. Even though it's bullshit. So with the end of NBA draft, yeah. So now, now we're talking about, it, it's pretty similar. Uh, it's a little bit different in the fact that uh, the boos still happen. The boos still happen, but they don't bring on as many kids and things like that. Like I said, it's only it's only one night, so they knock it all down. It's it's boom bam. Let's do this. Um, it's a little bit. It's still it's still heavy on all the bullshit of just like oh well you know this next person is already this this kid's walking up and he's already sponsored by Adidas or like you know Life Water or whatever the hell that was or you know. Doritos or something. He's wearing like Doritos socks or whatever. Like, it's it's it ends up being this big commercial circle jerk of bullshit. Uh, but some of my favorite things, like those were all, all those players were mostly already like they already knew where they were going for the most part. Um, but one of my favorite things was that Jalen Rose. Uh, he you know former NBA for the most part scrub. You know, guy coming off the bench didn't really do a whole lot, but he he's been a talking head for ESPN and for TNT for a little while now, and he for whatever reason has been tasked with coming up with comparisons um, of each player uh, for whatever reason. And I don't I don't know if anybody supervised this shit or if like ESPN gave him the go ahead or really what his what his uh, rea- what his idea of thinking was going into some of this shit but a lot of it is like what what i noticed were a lot of them were just bullshit a lot of them were like oh well this guy is a is a white guy that shoots the ball cool i'm comparing him to another white guy that shoots the ball oh did this guy go to college at you know the university of arizona so did this guy and so that which i think is a poor way of comparing uh, comparing people you know you can't compare every player to to Michael Jordan to LeBron James something like that but who gives a shit if somebody went to the same college as you know Jerry Grant or something like that like who cares that that doesn't mean that this player is going to be you know if somebody else went to Syracuse that doesn't mean they're going to be the next Carmelo Anthony it doesn't work like that Jalen also it doesn't matter you know it, so-and-so is white okay cool so they're gonna be like jj reddick no it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense why would you compare people's races that's pretty fucked up Jalen. pretty fucked up uh and then one of the other things was that this is this has been bothering me for a fucking long time it's this lavar ball guy he has just been so obnoxious and espn keeps putting microphones in front of his fucking face and he keeps talking he keeps talking bullshit i feel bad for his kids they don't make his kids look any better it actually makes them look pretty bad uh he also wrestled the other day i saw a video of that of him wrestling on like wwe and his kids couldn't look more like in like i think they they're entertained by their dad's bullshit but it also uh, they look kind of embarrassed about it. They're somewhere, somewhere in between there, uh, and I just I feel bad for those kids. But Lavar Ball comes in and he was just saying from the first from the first thing, oh my kid's gonna go play for the Lakers. My kid's gonna play for the Lakers. I'm gonna what did he say? I'm gonna speak it into reality or some shit like that. And 
I mean, he ended up being right, and the Lakers are stupid for taking taking the kid because now they're they're never going to get this Lavar Ball. You know, I I have the feeling that Lavar Ball is going to get more. He's going to get more on screen time than his son, who's actually playing fucking basketball. And Lavar Ball was never really that good at basketball, so gives a shit. Fuck his son. Fuck Lavar. I just. Well, the part the part that pisses me off is that Lavar, of course, is at the draft because his son is going to get drafted, uh, likely in, towards the top. His son also, you know, declared for the draft about two seconds after losing in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. Pretty classy there, dude. Pretty fucking classy. But Lavar is just there, and he's got this shit eating grin, and he is just taught, and they already got shit shoved in their face. They're, they're even asking other, other other players that are coming up and being drafted, like, what do you think of LeBar Ball? What do you think of him? What do you think of, of the shoes? What do you think of his bullshit? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? I mean, granted, in the end, nobody gives a fuck about this stuff. It doesn't really matter. And whether or not LeVar Ball was his his uh, his dad, like, I, I, I don't really give a fuck. But at the same time, I blame the kid for for not telling his dad to shut the hell up at some point in time. Just shut the hell up. Let me play basketball, bro. Just let me play. That's all I want to do. But fuck him. Um, LeVar Ball, you can go eat a big-ass dick. Eat a big dick. Um, and then one of the other things that, that is happening more and more in the NBA is they're uh, they're getting more and more international players, so you're seeing more and more of these players that are coming over uh, from you know Lithuania. Here, what's what was the first international player that uh, Frank? Oh Lord, Ntilikina from France. That kid. Uh, here, there's there's definitely some more. Um, that was the first one. I, I just love hearing how they... Terrence Ferguson. Oh, that, that one's not hard. He's from Australia. Uh, oh, wow. The Magic got this guy named Anjays Pasechniks? Pasechniks? Something like that. Jesus. Some of these guys that have some really hard to pronounce names that are, that are international players. And, uh, I mean... I'm sure you all are at least relatively, you know, amused by me attempting to, to say some of their names. But I love seeing these guys go from, you know, very simple, very simple names like Josh Jackson to, here I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say that last one one more time. And Anzej Pezhniks, Pezhniks, yeah. I'm sure they even have like some some language coaches that are trying to help them through that experience, but uh, I love it. I love watching them murder those names and just totally uh, blast them out. I mean, there's a uh, there's even they'll they'll give them they'll give them nicknames. You know, they'll be like, oh, the you know, um, I don't know, I, I don't have a good example. You know, um, the freak or something like that. Oh, well, they have the Greek freak because they can't say. Uh, they can't say one player's name correct, so they just call him the Greek Freak. Okay, cool, it rhymes. Or the Monster, whatever. They'll, they'll call him shit like that so that they uh, so that they don't have to say their names. They don't have to learn their names, which is pretty fucked up. Just learn their names. It's not that hard, you know. Um, 
just try. Just try. Most of you guys should know how to how to read and how to pronounce people's names, but either way, it cracks me up. Uh, and like I said, in the end, these drafts, these drafts are at least televised. I, I have no idea. I've never even seen a commercial for like the NBA draft or the NFL draft. I want to know how the fuck, like how those work. Really, I know that it, the with the MLB draft that you can you can be drafted out of high school. You can get drafted, you know, after not playing bat or not playing baseball for years and shit. Like I know that Michael Vick got drafted. And I think he played baseball in like middle school or something. And they're just like, yeah, fuck it, we'll take you. It's so strange to me that like, what are they just like? Baseball is, is such an easy sport to to pick up that anybody could. It's so strange to me. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to talk with me about those drafts, I would like to see how the fuck they work. Because if if you're essentially drafting random people, why not why not just really go out there and draft like, hey, uh, the Texas Rangers would like to draft Hulk Hogan. Fuck it, or the you know the Cleveland Indians would like to select Roger Rabbit. Yeah, we know he's a cartoon character, but we think he's got some fucking skills. Bring him in. Get him a fucking hat. Let's do it. Spring training starts today, bro. Let's do this. I don't know. I have no idea. Have there ever been a cartoon character or a, or a professional wrestler that's ever been drafted into the MLB or the NHL or whatever? I don't know. That's for you to add, to tell me. Um. So we're coming to the end here. Uh, I, I just want to say thank you again for everything. Um, so my dank bank for this week is actually you all. I think that you all have just been really great. Um, and I know I've got some really great things that people have said to me or that have contacted me about uh, in the past. So I just wanted to say thank you all for sticking with me. Like I said, I know that it's been a little bit since I've been able to post. I'm going to try to do this a little bit. Uh, a little bit more. My schedule is opening up a little bit more. I got my things all set up. So I'm hoping to be able to do that a little bit more. Um, so uh, again, I want you all to follow me on Twitter. It's at HaterAidPod uh, on Twitter. Tweet me with things that you want me to talk about. Tweet me with things that you hate. Um, tweet me with things that you think that I will hate and I will totally do that, um, which I definitely had one that was about some... Uh, somebody had tweeted me about some rompers that some dudes were wearing in New York City. I got some stuff to say about those fucking things. They look real fucking dumb. If you want to wear them, go for it. They look fucking stupid. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. And you can see your moose knuckle in it, dude. I don't want to be able to see your balls. Preferably. Preferably. Not while I'm walking down the street. And probably never else. I don't really want to see any, anybody's balls. Preferably. But... Either way, those things accentuate the nutsack. They accentuate it. And they, they it, you might as well just get a spotlight for your dick. Because that's kind of what it does. It spotlights spotlight your dick. Um, but either way. Uh, thank you again to the person that tweeted me that. And thank you uh, to everybody else. Uh, tweeted me a little bit more and I'd be more happy. Uh, I'd be more than happy to respond back. Um, I will respond back to every single tweet that I end up getting or a message. So please uh, send me those uh, if you have any requests, um, and I'd be more more than happy to help. So um, yeah, thank you again for 
for tuning in, and uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit more for you coming up in the weeks to come. I'm not going to announce what my next one is, um, just because that will rope me in, but um, hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, and haterade!